Hello and welcome to Talking Wow, the podcast where, believe it or not, we talk about World of Warcraft. My name is Tom, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about finding your safe place in Azeroth. And to do that, we are joined by a very, very special person. No, it's not Marty. It is our wonderful guest, Dimitrinov, who is the bifactional, bisexual, MMO, RPG streamer. Hello, Demi. Hello. I've been told to call you Demi for short uh, because that is a lot easier than saying Dimitrinov. Yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful. So yeah, Demi is easier on everybody, I think. But we are so, so excited to have you here today because I know having a, a safe space is something that is is really important to you and we're excited to uh, to delve into that. But as mentioned also in the intro, Marty is here. Hello, Marty. Hello, I've been here the whole time and I'm still here. <laughs> A running joke that Marty gets a little bit of an underwhelming introduction, but of course, <laughs> well, I'm happy to have you here as well, Marty. It's you know, well, yeah. I'm more excited about Demi, but you know, I'm still, <laughs> I'm, still I'm still happy you're here. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so Demi, making those safe places in Azeroth. I know that you are part of a couple of projects that are doing just that, and I've been getting involved in your streams a little bit as well, watching you stream causing World of mischief. Warcraft. Causing mischief. Uh, <laughs> all sorts of shenanigans going over on uh, Demi's Twitch stream. Even just being someone that has recently returned to World of Warcraft and watching you stream and just your general vibe of inclusivity and welcoming people into that fold. It's elevated my return to World of Warcraft just seeing someone in the community like that so i just wanted to say uh thanks for that well thank you but yes you you are also part of a initiative called dungeon dojo and this is something i've actually jumped into the discord yet but i haven't got too far into it yet but do you want to tell us a little bit about what dungeon dojo is because i think it is an incredible thing yeah so dungeon dojo um is led by the amazing wochi um, who is, although they're not part of the LGBTQIA plus community, they are a very staunch ally um, and are very strong in their conviction about being an ally. So I've been lucky enough to physically meet Wochi, um and his beautiful wife, Pick Purple Pixels. And he created the Dungeon Dojo, I think probably 18 months, maybe two years ago now. It's been going, it's been going for a while, but specifically to help people who are just returning to WoW or who have never played get into Mythic Plus, get into raiding in a non-toxic, safe, inclusive environment. Um, I have done, it, they took me through my highest ever key. They got me a 13, which I I would have thought I would ever get um and Wochi is very patient very understanding like and the way he explains the mechanics like I've raided I've done lots of different things but the way he explains the mechanics keeps it really simple I was able to understand exactly what he meant straight away there was no kind of oh I don't know what you mean by swirly on the ground or blue bit over there or whatever <laughs> it might be you know it was very clear and they are actively growing. Um, we as a stream team are growing. The community is growing. And it is a great place if you lack that confidence and want to get back into it. Wochi is proactive about 
not allowing people in or removing people who go against the ethos of the of the dojo um and that to me is very important because i can't recommend a place to my community which has very vulnerable people in it if i don't think they're going to be 100 percent safe so that was very important to me and it's yeah it's a safe supportive friendly you know i don't want people to get the idea that dojo is like up on its high horse and sort of you know not having fun there is a lot of fun and we support each other but there is room for like humor and gosh having a good time wouldn't that be terrible to have in a video game you know (laughs) (laughs) oh wait who who plays games for fun now this is very serious business isn't it terribly serious (laughs) you know you're doing mythic plus you know you've got to be on the ball and and the other thing i would say is they're not about you know you don't have to be meta at any point one of the big things of dungeon dojo is play what you enjoy you know there is room for everybody um and they can you know they help people get keystone master they help people get aotc all those kinds of things that you want to be able to enjoy in a game without barriers or you know blocks put in the way because you're not playing the the meta class or whatever it might be um so it's it's very much about an inclusive place not just in terms of like marginalized people but also in terms of play style which i think is actually a probably a bigger part of it in many ways um Mm. and is as important as everything else absolutely Um, because i think all throughout the years of world of warcraft we're always being told oh bring the player not the class mm -hmm. or, or the specialization but i think that has really changed because everything now is data mined everything is run through the uh, the number cruncher and everything is like well if you're not playing this spec and if you don't have this talent point here and there like you're a pathetic player and i can't believe that you would ever use your initiative to uh, uh play the game however you wanted but i think having a place where you can play how you want to but also and i know this is something me and marty have spoke about when it comes to your your specialization or your class it's when you feel comfortable with something like an, a play style or even a specialization and i've heard this from a few people that are in the dungeon dojo they're, they're better for playing a specialization that they're comfortable mm-hmm. with than trying yes. to you know maybe they're a frost mage but everyone's saying you've got to be arcane like, like what are you doing I mean, you're not a real mage you're not a real mage uh you, you, you gotta play arcane but you're, you're specialized into frost and it's like that's what i do best at. that's what i'm good at and i think and, that and definitely should be encouraged you even have that within the same spec for instance playing an mm-hmm. elemental shaman uh which i have done quite a bit there's different talents with where you know the play style changes pretty drastically depending on what you're picking and if if i were to go with you know the one that everyone is using the one that you should be doing then i'm first of all not having a fun time because i don't like the the whole uh, rotation of it and you know it's just awkward to me whereas if i go to the subpar one i'm having a better time i'm i'm performing better i i'll, I'll do all the extra tasks that are that you need to do as well like interrupting or stunning or you know stuff like that because I'm used to playing it. I have the mental capacity to, you know, now also do those small extra things that actually makes you get through that plus 13 key in time, you know? Yeah, and there's definitely an argument for playing the spec that you love. Anybody who's watched me play WoW knows that I particularly have a bent towards Death Knights. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, (laughs) well-kept secret, that one. (laughs) But also unholy Death Knights. And uh you know people are like oh well frost is i i'm not interested i've never like i've only ever done frost as a tank if i've had to and i can't remember it i've blanked it out and you know 
I, I do play tank spec as well. Like I will do go blood and tank, but my preferences on holy always has been, and I have a build that is not the meta build. I tend to go with things that are going to help me live longer because I am terrible for standing in stuff, and I. I do build some utility and I, I do like having interrupts as a death knight. I will try and use my interrupts and my like things like chains of ice and that sort of thing that help. But my preference is survivability. And so I, I will prioritise things that give me that over a DPS boost sometimes. And I didn't feel pen- I don't feel penalised for that in the dojo, you know. Wochi didn't say to me, oh, I've checked out your spec. You're going to have to go and do this to come and do a, a key with us. It was like... Just talk, come along. And to be fair to Wochi, he had to work hard to get me to do a key because I had been burned. And uh, and and yeah, he was like, come on, we're going tonight. And he finally got me to commit. And uh, yeah, it was one of the best dungeon experiences I've had in years. So <laughs> and I think that's so lovely to hear because I definitely have a few guildies who is like just staying away from Mythic Plus for those reasons mm-hmm. where they have been burned sometimes because some people are just, you know, pardon my French, asshats. <laughs> and, you know, and... and and it's just, you know, but we're guilties. It's fine. You can go with us. We won't yell at you. Uh, we just want you to be part of it. And it's just so difficult to get them into it. But, you know, I understand it because I feel it. I feel the same way yeah. with randoms. I don't I don't want to go, even though it yeah. could be a, you know, great experience. But I've just been burned. <laughs> it's funny that I, I feel more pressure going in with guildies. I don't because I don't want to let them down, mm. but I don't want to go and run with randoms. Because I don't want the toxicity. Yeah. So the dojo is is a really good. Com- I don't want to call it a compromise, but it's it's a really good filler for that that gap where I don't want to let people down that I know. Um, and I know like guildies won't get mad at me, but I'm still like I don't want to let you down. So dojo is a great place to go and practice and build that confidence. Um, and I've told all like everybody that I've met in WoW like go in the dojo, find people, you know, it'll be okay. Um, and it's that kind of practice scenario where you can go and build that confidence without having, without feel, for me, without feeling like I'm letting people down. Yeah. Um, and, and then I can step back in and feel that I can hold my own um, with my guildies and not let them down. So, And I think that actually makes sense because when you're in a guild, there is a certain expectation there as well of, of what you're going to achieve. But if you have a separate community like you do with the dungeon dojo where it's like well we don't do things uh, always conventional here and you know you're going to bring your own spec and that means that sometimes everything is not going to go potentially as smooth as it could be but it's that setting that expectation out there already that everyone's welcome here there's going to be mess ups there's going to be things where it doesn't go right and i've even watched a bit of wochi play and Wochi dies, and it's yep. fine. What? Wochi's, Wochi's not like... <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> flipping the table or, or getting angry. It's just like, you know, you just you res up and you carry on. And if you make it through the Mythic Plus in time, you make it through in time. If you don't, you try again sometime mm-hmm. if you want to. I think that is just such a refreshing feeling that we just have so much toxicity out there that mm-hmm. having these spaces created where people are going to come in and they're going to experiment with their builds as well and i think that should be encouraged like we should encourage people to to get creative with their their specs especially now that we can change them up on the fly and there's so many different mechanics and you know what some somebody might discover that something works well here 
and doesn't work well here. And if we were all just so rigid in what we're supposed to be specialized as, then you, you don't ever really discover those things. And it's such an interesting thing as well, because I've actually been watching a lot of uh, Max, Maximum, uh, Limits uh, Liquid, I think it's now, uh, yeah. their raid leader, and I've seen a lot of his content. And, you know, uh, obviously I'm a European, so I'm on the EU team. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> rooting for those, obviously, but I've actually been watching Max quite a bit lately because it's so fascinating, fascinating to see him raid lead people because there's never something where he starts, you know, getting angry or frustrated. He's always just calm and be like, all right, that's fine pick it back up let's do it again um and you know even even those teams encourage you to as, as tom said uh or mentioned that you know you should try out different things and figure out if there is some way where we can get an edge and get this boss down and um so i think it's you know those high tier players that's how they're doing it so why why are we the 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 not so great raiders or whatever why why would why do we have to be angry with each other when it shouldn't be like that you know so and i think that that is the truly best players of the of the game of the community that are able to adapt and evolve based on what their group composition is mm. something i see all the time is if you ever have the pl pleasure of going into battlegrounds i uh, don't know if you do that or putting yourself through that but you will get <laughs> you will get the type of people that just they come in they don't say anything constructive and they're just angry and they'll just start insulting people mm. and you're always sitting there thinking well what does that actually achieve it doesn't achieve anything it's not it's not motivating it's demoralizing people usually just go okay well i'm giving up because i'm not i'm not here to be like i'm not here to take like shit no. from people that yeah. i don't know and then you get people and i try to be this person as well that I just blank out that it, it's not going well, but I just try and say like, okay, well, we've got some incoming over here and there's three horde over at this flag here. And just basically relaying information that might be useful for people to, to use. That's not saying that people are going to listen to, they probably won't, but there'll be people that actually go, okay, that person's saying there's three over here. So I'm going to go over here. You have a better chance of getting where you want to be in World of Warcraft if you if you lose the attitude yeah and it only takes a few people in a battleground for instance because we've been, been playing battleground together tom and i have been playing battleground together and it just takes Braver than i am <laughs> <laughs> i'd never go alone <laughs> it just takes a few people that actually are communicating and and doing things uh to try and prevent the other team from you know get the victory to actually turn a battle around just by being constructive, don't yeah. you know stress about it, and just communicate. Be collaborative, exactly, and, and help. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just saying that actually, there was a battleground that I joined, and two people in the chat must have been in the battleground together previously, and they were like, "Oh, hey, it's so good to see you here again." And then, like, it was just like, "Oh my god, this is so warming." And then mm. I, I'm a very like social person, like chatting in World of Warcraft. Like, I love, I love that. I love nurturing that. So I started talking to them well. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like you two have, uh, you two are like meeting each other in Battlegrounds all the time. And then it ended up like after the, the Battleground, I think we lost, but it was fine. We ended up joining a group together and then we started doing Battlegrounds together, like as a, as a threesome. And then I'm like adding people to my friends list and doing Battlegrounds with this person every so often. I'm just like, oh, it's so nice. Like it's such a good feeling. It's, it wasn't about winning or losing. Like it's about the friends you make along the way. And that's mm. always what, world of warcraft has been about for me it's it's not been about 
the shiny epics. They're nice, but it's those relationships <laughs> and those friendships that that that's what will stay with you when you're at the uh, you know the end of the sands of time. That's what you'll be thinking about. You'll yeah. not be thinking about that uh, that, that epic loot you got in that noob and yeah, or or that uh, that epic loot you got in Warlords of Draenor, or or or, oh, or yeah. you you maxed out your garrison in Warlords of Draenor. I don't know why I bring up Warlords of Draenor. It just feels like it <laughs> just feels like it needs a shout out sometimes. <laughs> just in the essence of finding your place in in World of Warcraft as well. I actually want to direct something at Marty because oh. it's something that you said to me. Oh. Uh, I think I think during. Uh, one of our many conversations in this world mm-hmm. that in the not too uh, distant past you've actually found your place in world of warcraft because you joined a danish speaking guild and i know that you've and i don't even know danish <laughs> <laughs> you know just upping that challenge a little bit but i know you've been i don't want to say around the block when it comes to guilds but you know you're you're, have. you're <laughs> you have you have you, you're yeah. you're someone who enjoys raiding and you you've been in a lot of guilds and you've well, i don't know i think a, a definite big percentage of blizzard income is from you server transferring <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not even you know a lie it is probably true <laughs> but you have found that place now i feel like because you've been talking really posit- positively about this danish guild that, that you mm-hmm. found and i think that's really cool that you found a place you know with people that are speaking danish because obviously that's your first language and mm. I know that uh, you were in a Danish guild when we met like 15 years ago or, or more in World of Warcraft. Yeah. So in a way, you've, you've come full circle. But how's your experience been finding your uh, little place in World of Warcraft right now? I mean, freaking difficult because as you said, I've been in quite a few. I had a really good guild back in the day um, and, you know, just st- life happens and eventually some people just you know had moved on to other aspects of life and and the guilds have sort of just you know died slowly over over time um and since then i never really managed to find like my fixed place to be um so i've been i've been searching for a long time i've been server server hopping a little bit to get into guilds because you know sometimes you just don't really know until you're there until you're in the guild to to see how people are so so I'm actually kind of, I think it's cool that more and more small communities like this is, is popping up where, you know, if you're searching for that place, maybe, you know, maybe uh, Dungeon Dojo is, is, you know, the place for someone. Uh, I, I, I did find a, a Danish guild, finally, not that I was searching for Danish guild specifically, but find a place where, you know, we're having fun, we're raiding, it's not too serious. Obviously, there will always be those few people in the guild that are a little bit more serious, that want to push a little bit more than others. But generally, you know, we, we are a, a, a small group of people who just enjoy doing it and who doesn't care too much uh, uh, if we wipe all night. Um, so, so yeah, it's, 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 been a, it, it's taken a while, but when, you, when, when it's right and you find it, then it's, um, it's a good feeling. So, so good. Uh, myself, I've been doing a bit of soul searching, returning to World of Warcraft because I've been I've been on a few servers myself, not as many as Marty. Nobody has. <laughs> but one of the big things that I wanted to fall into when I returned was rolling on an RP server because I've really missed just being out in the world and just seeing that immersion created by players. And I, I spent a little bit of time on Argent Dawn just with characters that I wasn't taking too seriously, but. When I decided to return for Dragonfly, I was like, let's say I'm going on an RP server now and probably that's where I will stay now. It has been so nice that I think in some ways RP servers are a bit more community driven. 
because of the events and it's just that's how it makes it work really and there's a great little add-on in uh world of warcraft for role players it's called total role play 3 and that allows you to add all these extra areas of text about your character and really flesh out like who your character is or where they come from whoever has this add-on you can like hover over them and you can see that they have this add-on you can read all their backstory about the character and sometimes people just leave a little note about themselves as well this happened to me when i was just running a normal dungeon that i saw someone's note said that they were playing on the argent dawn and they you know just returned as well so i was like oh hey like we were in we we're doing a dungeon just putting it out that we were doing a, a dungeon with this person and i was like oh hey i see you're on argent dawn like i'm on argent dawn too i just returned to warcraft and they were like oh hey and then we just had like this conversation during a dungeon like you know what? just chatting I and it's like that. that never happens anymore like that because <laughs> it's people rare are, at least it's rare because people go to do dungeons because boom they they want to get it done they don't they're not here to make friends and no. you know it's fine some people are just here to play a game and they don't see it like that and i totally understand that but this for me i am i because of like most of my best memories of warcraft are like being out in the world and maybe interacting with somebody for example i wouldn't meet have met marty if if that hadn't been the case because you know back in vanilla times just out in the world met somebody who was part of his guild and then eventually you know you, you become friends and that is something that has just stuck with me so i've, I've been hanging on to you since then <laughs> what you're saying right yeah yeah you have <laughs> but finding that place where you feel like you belong or you feel like home i think that is that is really important and i think potentially for many years through like legion and what was the other expansion called battle for azeroth i don't know i, I just feel like maybe i was feeling a bit lost and i was just not logging. the shade on bfa <laughs> i was a genuine forget that wasn't a purposely forget like uh, shadowlands the what now there was no expansion between BFA and Dragonflight. It was just we went straight from BFA to Dragonflight. That's how I remember it too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad I didn't miss anything. But I think I have felt a bit lost and just, you know, finding that place where it's not just about logging in and doing quests. It's about, you know, getting a bit more than that. And I know some people don't need that, but I know I do. And I think that's potentially why since my return, it's just, I, I felt like a, like a warming inside and mm. outside you know there there's lots of negativity toxicity but when i like you know look at you demi and i see like the community you're creating and then in being introduced to the dungeon dojo for you as well and it's just like there is good things out there yeah and, and good oh. people are trying to make a difference and yes there's going to be people who are going to push against that but like we were sort of talking before we started recording you know it's always important to to keep flying your flag and to keep pushing forward with that and just saying like no, we're not going to let the the negativity or the toxicity take over this. Like, like we're creating safe spaces, and we want people to be part of that and to you know evolve that as well, and, and just to spread the word about that and having people being able to to find places where they feel safe and comfortable. Like that's so important. It is. Before we started recording, we were talking about you know how long these fights for equality and equity and everything have been going on, and just this week i took a break from twitter because it was it was too much it was too hard there was too much happening my i felt that some of my best friends were being attacked and threatened and if i'm feeling like that but i'm not in that that group that is actually being attacked then how are they feeling you know and it's okay to take a break and go and recharge and then come back 
because when you're building um, these safe places in Azeroth and, and on Discord and wherever it might be, sometimes it is tiring. And that's when, you know, we need other people in the, those communities to help and to step in. And it's why safe places will only ever be as safe as the people that make them. And we need allies and we need everybody to help with those those fights and and, and maintaining those safe places. Like we can build them, um, but without allies to help us, it's exhausting, you know? I'm very lucky that I have some really great mods who protect me um, which enables me to protect the community and, and keep it safe. And I know that Wochi has lots of things in place. Um, and the other team that I'm part of, Teamwork, they work, they work, Teamwork works <laughs> <laughs> hard to also ensure that the people coming into that stream team meet the ethos. And although not everybody in Teamwork is queer, a lot of us are. And the people that aren't are staunch allies. Uh, Wochi's in, but you know, he runs Dungeon Dojo, but he's also a member of Teamwork. And that's equally as important. You know, we have to have those allies to help us fight as well. And I'm I'm proud to be part of both of those teams building those safe places. And I will always, you know, I will recommend those content creators because they've been pre-vetted. And if for any reason somebody slips through, then it, we're very quick to correct that. So uh, it's important and we the fight has to continue. Until we get to like Star Trek levels of equality and equity, and then it will be fine. <laughs> Hopefully, we reach that one day. But you should be so proud of of those communities. You touched on teamwork as well. So that is a a stream team that you you are part of. And I've been checking out a few people in teamwork recently, just bouncing around on Twitch and enjoying the communities that they they have as well. And actually, something that the teamwork have been running recently is an event which was the hardcore classic event which i think you've got a little humble brag uh, <laughs> about this demi my my humble brag being that i won bitches <laughs> <laughs> yep uh so there were four of us um so cell heels who's the team lead for teamwork um and uh, celestial cassie uh, they kind of set it up and then um myself and Claude lunaria also took part um, now, I, I have to say that I had the least stream time available. It just so happened to fall um, that when the tournament was taking place, I couldn't actually stream at the weekend. Sometimes I try and stream on a weekend. It's not one of my regular slots, but I just wasn't going to be able to that weekend. There was hey, no way. You can't die if you're not streaming. I well, think that's, exactly. a, that's, that's a really smart so, strategy. That, that's exactly what I said. Just <laughs> just stay in Stormwind and you're fine, yeah. right? <laughs> just, just don't log in and play your character and you will survive. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I wanted to, you know, I'm, and I made that clear to them from the outset. Look, I'm going to have like maybe six hours to stream. So I had the least stream time available, but I did last the longest. I got to level 11. My little paladin of all things, uh, is still alive and I am going to keep playing. I'm going to keep going with the hardcore challenge. She's level 11. She hasn't left Elwyn. She will probably not leave Elwyn till we get to about level 13. Because the last hardcore paladin I had, and the first and only other hardcore character I've done, died at level 12 to a boar in oh, Westworld. Not the boars. Um, the boars. We've, we've yeah, seen that South boars. Park episode. Not the boars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I will continue to grind out mobs and quests in Elwyn until I get to about level 13, I think. And only then will I move 
down into Westfall. I know that Hogger is a level 11 quest and I'm not doing that. I'm not doing any of that. I haven't, there's a Fargo Deep Mine is a level, there's a level eight quest in there to go and do Gold Tooth. I might approach that now and I'll probably go into the mine and just see how it feels with lots of mobs around me um, at level 11. If I get the jitters, I'm not going to do it. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I am I am really trying not to get cocky and to just sort of take my time. And as somebody who is naturally impatient, it's really hard. Um, but some of the things that I've loved about the challenge are that it's brought new, it's definitely brought new people to the community um and they've hopped in the discord as well and that's that's what i want to do is to take up more and more space as a queer content creator who's not like not as young as i'm as a lot of people seem to think um i am 45 i am you know older gamer i don't feel like an older gamer but everybody on twitter says if you're over 30 you're an older gamer <laughs> oh no oh, gosh okay yeah mm-hmm. so we're all screwed here sorry chaps but yeah, I want to keep taking up that space and, and doing new things has brought new people into the community and that's great. So we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep doing hardcore. And I've really enjoyed it. I, I was bashing wolves and bears out by the Eastvale logging camp for the entirety of the... Is it Thursday night? No, Tuesday night. It was Tuesday was the last, the last day of the, the challenge in the teamwork. And I was just doing that and I was chatting and I was able to do it and I was... You know, it's a very chill way to play, actually, hmm. as long as you're not over pulling, like, and you're not putting yourself in silly situations. <laughs> that, that That is how my uh, hardcore character died, was simply just a silly situation. It was like, mm. I got the handle of this, and it was just, it was silly. Uh, it was off stream, though, so there's no records of it, but yeah, it's no yeah. proof. <laughs> it did proof happen. It actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was watching Demi play the the hardcore classic and just your real grit in just not letting yourself get carried away and you're pulling, just making sure you're trying to pull one mob at a time and not going to certain places and not doing certain (laughs) quests. I was very impressed. Like it was That's how we played back then. That's you were taking it seriously and you were making sure that death was not going to be an option i think the hardcore <laughs> <I was> trying, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the hardcore classic is something that we we would like to talk about more on this so probably a future episode maybe including yourself uh could could be a thing it was so enjoyable to watch that it it, it has inspired me to to look into it more and, and think about doing it as well so again awesome. thank you for that because it was so enjoyable to to watch that event even though it was just a little mini event it just ran across just ran across a week i think like just having yeah, those little was, events yeah. that that take part in in world of warcraft like it doesn't always have to be race to world first or the mythic invitational or something just seeing like communities do events like this it's enjoyable it's engaging you feel drawn into that and it's just you know testament to, to everything that's uh, that's happening with your with teamwork and dungeon dojo it's just it's adding real goodness and value to the world of azeroth and world of warcraft so thank you oh that's that's lovely to hear because that's what we do it for <laughs> <laughs> and i've learned this only really this week um from doing a certain other podcast that was on um you don't necessarily know what impact you might be having so if you feel like you're not getting anywhere and we i mean we've talked today about like the constant battle for getting society in a happier more more inclusive space even though you might feel like you're not getting anywhere 
you are and what you're doing is making a difference. So just keep going. Well said. Well said indeed. We'll be including links to the Dungeon Dojo and to Teamwork as well. So you can check that out if you, if you are looking for that safe space in Azeroth. Maybe the Dungeon Dojo is a place for you. And I know from my own experience that you will be very welcome to join that over there. So thank you very much, Demi, for joining us today. What a thought-provoking chat. And it's, it's always wonderful to speak with you, even though this is actually, I think, the first time we have spoken in person. Usually it's through a Twitch chat or something like that. But it has been an absolute pleasure. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Until next time, everyone, this has been Talking Wow. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, champion. Did you enjoy this episode of Talking Wow? If so, why not drop a review on your podcast catcher of choice or leave us a comment? You can find Talking Wow on Twitter or YouTube over at Talking Wow. Hope to see you again soon.